to the Sabbath School Bible Study Podcast. Today is Monday, January 11. I invite you to pause the audio so that you can pray asking for God's guidance as you study His Word. And I'll be right back. Attempt Interception While Ahaz was weighing his political options to meet the threat from Israel and Syria, God knew some things he did not. For one thing, it was God who had allowed trouble to come upon him in order to discipline him and bring him to his senses. Second Chronicles chapter 28, verses 5 and 19, which read, verse 5, Wherefore the Lord his God delivered him into the hand of the king of Aram, and they defeated him and carried away from him a great number of captives and brought them to Damascus. And he was also delivered into the hand of the king of Israel, who inflicted him with heavy casualties. Verse 19. For the Lord humbled Judah because of Ahaz, king of Israel, for he had brought about a lack of restraint in Judah and was very unfaithful to the Lord. Moreover, although appealing to Tiglath-Pileser for help seemed logical and attractive from a human standpoint, God knew it would bring the Davidic kingdom of Judah under foreign control from which she could never recover. The stakes were staggeringly high. So the Lord sent Isaiah to intercept the king. Apparently, as he was inspecting Jer Jerusalem's water supply in preparation for a siege, in order to persuade him not to contact the Assyrian leader. Question, why did the Lord tell Isaiah to take his son, Shear, Jeshub, with him? Isaiah chapter 7 Verse 3, which reads, Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out now and meet Ahaz, you and your son, Shear, Jashub, at the end of the conduit of the upper pole, on the highway to the fuller's field. Ahaz would be startled when Isaiah greeted him and introduced him, his son, named a remnant shall return. Remnant of whom? Shall return from what? Because the boy's father was a prophet. The name sounded like an ominous message from God about people going into captivity. Or was it about returning to God in the sense of repenting? The verb return also carries the meaning of repentance. The message from God to Ahaz was... It means what you make it mean. Turn from your sins or go into captivity. And from captivity, a remnant will return. The decision is yours. Question. How did God's message address the king's situation? Isaiah chapter 7 verses 4 through 9, which read, And say to him, Take care and be calm. Have no fear and do not be 
faint-hearted because of these two stubs of smoldering firebrands on account of the fierce anger of Razan and Aram and the son of Remelia, because Aram with Ephraim and the son of Remelia has planned evil against you, saying, Let us go up against Judah and terrorize it, and make for ourselves a breach in its walls, and set up the son of Tabil as king in the midst of it. Thus says the Lord God, It shall not stand, nor shall it come to pass. For the head of Aram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is Razan. Now within another sixty-five years, Ephraim will be shattered, so that it is no longer a people. And the head of the Ephraim is Samaria. And the head of Samaria is the son of Remalia. If you will not believe, you surely shall not last. The threat from Syria and Israel would pass and Judah would be spared. Powers that looked to Ahaz like huge, fiery volcanoes were in God's sight only to smoldering stumps of firebrands. There was no need for Ahaz to appeal to Assyria for help. But in order to make the right decision, Ahaz needed to trust the Lord and his promises. He needed to believe in order to be established. The words for believe and be established are from the same Hebrew root from which come also the word for truth, that which is reliable, and the word amen, affirming that which is true and reliable. Ahaz needed to be sure in order to be made sure. He needed to rely in order to be reliable. Question. Look at that last section of Isaiah, chapter 7, verse 9. Why are faith and belief so important in order to be established? Established in what? How does this principle apply in the life of the Christian? Isaiah chapter 7 verse 9 reads, And the head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is the son of Remaliah. If you will not believe, you surely shall not last. Additional reading, selected quotes from Ellen White. All true obedience comes from the heart. It was hard work with Christ. And if we consent, he will so identify himself with our thoughts and aims, so blend our hearts and minds into conformity to his will, that when obeying him, we shall be but carrying out our own impulses. The will refined and sanctified will find its highest delight in doing his service. When we know God, as it is our privilege to know him, our life will be a life of continual obedience. Through an appreciation of the character of Christ, through communion with God, sin will become hateful to us. The Desire of Ages, page 668.
those who are quieting a guilty conscience with the thought that they can change a course of evil when they choose, that they can trifle with the invitations of mercy, and yet be again and again impressed, take this course at their peril. They think that after casting all their influence on the side of the great rebel, in a moment of utmost extremity, when danger compasses them about, they will change leaders. But this is not so easily done. The experience, the education, the discipline of a life of sinful indulgence has so thoroughly molded the character that they cannot then receive the image of Jesus. After light has been long rejected and despised, it will be finally withdrawn. Patriarchs and Prophets, page 269. That's all for today. Please subscribe to our podcast and check out our Instagram at sabbathschool.en.